Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you're a new subscriber, I would like to invite you to get familiar with the playlists on the Master's Voice. All you have to do is click either the icon or click the name of the channel. Both of those things are underneath the video, directly beneath. If you click those things, it'll take you to the larger dashboard of the channel and there you'll find different headings like home, channel, videos, playlists. And when you click the playlist, you can find that the prophecies on the master's voice have been helpfully arranged for you by theme. So two of the most important themes on the master's voice prophecy blog are the sin series. That is one playlist. The other is the repentance playlist, both of those, the understanding of what sin is and the understanding of how to truly repent, how to truly make right with the Lord Jesus Christ, how to truly disavow a life where you put yourself first, you put your desires first, you put your thoughts first, you put your comfort first. Those things, as much as the world tells you, live your life, live your truth, be your best self. Many of the worldly suggestions are directly contrary to how God wants us to live our lives as Christian. God wants us to live our full potential, but doing that actually means being plugged into the full knowledge of who God is and how we are to live as children of God. And so living a life for self and living a, a life where we live as these little gods usually distances us from the truth of what God's word says. And once you become dis distanced and disconnected from the truth of God's word, you will always find yourself in sin. And sin is death, death to the spirit, death to the soul, death to the mind, death to any type of relationship and kinship with God. And eventually it will always end in death to the body, which is what everyone is afraid of. If you are afraid of death in the body and yet you're living as a little God, I have to let you know that your footsteps have already become separated from the narrow road. You are not on the path that leads to eternal life. And should you lose your life, it will be your fault. And if they're not telling you that on the podcast that you listen to, the fancy books that you read, or even in the church that you might be attending, then a disservice is being done by yourself first for not seeking out the truth of how to live before God, but also from the sources you are seeking for knowledge. The Repentance Playlist and the Sin Series, they go together and they have brought a lot of people to repentance. They have made a lot of people realize that they are actually living in a false form of Christianity. If you're comfortable in your Christianity, I can guarantee you you're doing it wrong. Christianity will always require us to live on the cutting cusp, the knife edge that the people in the Bible lived in. So if you're comfortable and you're assured, I can almost guarantee you that you are living according to a play playbook that is not reminiscent of this word of God that we have received. Other important playlists are the Russia series. The Russia and China series is very important. It's central to everything that goes on here at the Master's Voice. Today's prophecy is a prophecy from May the 24th, 2020. And the title of this prophecy is The Iron Decree. The Iron Decree. And this prophecy is basically looking at the fact that God's word, God's word can be changed if God decides to change it. 
That means that God will bring forth his word. God will bring forth either something that has been written in the biblical record, something that is in the Bible already, or God will bring out prophecy. And once God has spoken that thing, as it says in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 and 11, that his word that goes forth from his mouth is greater. God's word will surpass the rain and the snow, which he says are immutable processes that they come down and they do not return back to the heavens through evaporation. They will not go back there until they have done their job to first water the earth. That's the first thing they do. The second thing they do is to make the earth fruitful and then they return. But he says that his word is like that. And more than that, God said that his word will not come back to him void, meaning that God will never speak and the prophecy is a dud. This is one of the greatest definers of what true prophecy is. You're sitting and these people have been prophesying to you for years before you ever saw me. They go back 50 or who knows however long they've been prophesying 50 videos, thousands of videos. Can you go back and look at those videos and say, yes, as time has passed, instead of the videos falling further and further away in my rear view mirror, I see the prophecies that I've been following coming closer and closer to view. So as I look back over the people that I favor, I don't find duds. What I find are prophecies that are beginning to blossom and bloom and bring forth their own particular fragrance of truth. Those who started here on the master's voice in 2019, when the blog was only in written form, how are you doing now in 2023? Now that four years nearly have passed, the written blog is four years old. The video blog is three and some months old. And we are all staring down the barrel of things like phrases like gun SAR for vice president Kamala Harris a task force recently mobilized by the current White House to look into increasing gun violence and to see safer ways that guns can be used by American citizens. In New Mexico, the governor overreaching, overstepping her legal boundaries to try and ban carrying your weapon in secret, carrying your weapon in the open. But what did I tell you in 2021? I said in 2021 that we are coming into the beast system that will tolerate no self-arming. I have no views to share on people carrying weapons or not carrying weapons. My views are purely centered on the fact that God has said certain things to us. And as time has passed, those things are beginning to loom very close in the rear view mirror. So they're not falling away like dud duds. They're not falling away like false date setting. They're not falling away like false prophecies. In fact, these prophecies are beginning to stretch their legs and to walk to and fro throughout the earth. And that's what this prophecy here from God is reiterating, reinforcing the iron decree, May 24th, 2020. The banner scripture is this, and he shall speak great words against the most high and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. And this is Daniel chapter 7 and 25, speaking of the coming of the one that some call Antichrist, that the Bible also calls Beast, the son of perdition, the king of fierce 
features, a man who understands dark sayings, the one who solves enigmas and also poses them, the one who will think to change the times and the laws, and we will wake up one day and find ourselves in a brand new world, highly automated world, a world where AI will be speaking to us and putting thoughts in our head, will be probing us deeply. AI will be deep learning, but they never told you that the deep learning of AI will be digging into the human psyche to dig into us like a coconut and find out, find out everything about how we work. And then all that information that AI learns from us will be weaponized against us to obliterate humanity. And I'm just speaking. This is not written down. Before I continue with this prophecy, I will share just now, I was working on putting up the other one, cutting little clips, putting them on the various platforms so that the, the word can go out in many places at the same time. And the Lord says to me, Celestial, I will burn their cities with fire. And the Lord is speaking as always about the United States of America. He says, I will burn their cities with fire and I'm listening. Then he says, I will burn their cities with sulfur. I will burn their cities with sulfur. And I'm thinking over this sentence in my mind and I want to ask, but I don't say anything because I'm waiting for him to keep speaking. But he doesn't say anything. And so I'm quiet and the spirit of the Lord is quiet. And then I finally say, Lord, when you say sulfur, do you mean bombs? Do you mean nuclear? But before I could say nuclear weapons, he said, I mean sulfur. Actual burning sulfur will fall from the sky. The same sulfur that fell upon Sodom and Gomorrah and burned and destroyed the entire land until it was tar and pitch. The same burning balls of sulfur will fall from the earth and will destroy the cities of the United States. And this brings to mind a vision that I had I would say it is inside of 10 days. It is inside of 10 days. I don't have the precise date, but what I do know is that this vision came to me as always when I was praying about things in my own life. I was earnestly, earnestly, earnestly seeking the Lord. Many of you may have noticed that prayer, the spiritual atmosphere has changed a lot. It is very heavy now. It is very oppressive now. If you are a lightweight, I strongly suggest that you increase the time that you spend praying. If you know how to pray in tongues, I strongly suggest that you increase the time that you spend praying in tongues because the spiritual atmosphere is becoming like lead. It is becoming like a massive fallen California redwood tree, very heavy, difficult to dislodge. And so I had been praying for quite some time to penetrate that weight, to get into the real powerful presence of God. And literally, as I was standing by my window, I saw a door. This door was in the sky. So I'm looking out of the window and my eyes are just on the sky and the door is in the sky, but it's not actually on the real sky. The door was not imprinted upon the real sky. The door just appeared in my point of view as I was looking on the, at the sky and it was an open door with a raging inferno in it. America, please listen to me. I saw in the midst, this very window 
this window that I'm sitting in now, if you can just imagine that this was a window and you're staring out at that window into the blue sky and just praying and looking and gazing at the sky and a door appears in an open vision far off. It was just a speck. It was a very small speck in the distance. And I'm looking at this thing and all I'm seeing is red at the bottom, red at the top, red and black. And so I'm thinking, what is that? And it's coming closer and closer and closer and closer to me. And as it's drawing near, I realize that I'm staring into a doorway framed with fire. And as I'm looking through the doorway, what I'm seeing is the landscape on fire. If you have never seen a bunch of trees burning, a bunch of houses burning, just everything on fire at night. And that is why the image was black and red. How many times have I spoken of, I was in a dream, America was on fire. The only colors in this dream were black and red. It was always nighttime. God showed me six scenes in a dream. Every single time was at night and America was on fire. This doorway came towards me out of the distance. And when it drew close enough for me to see, I was aghast to see that I was basically staring through a door and behind it was a scene, trees on fire, grass on fire, crops on fire, buildings on fire, America on fire, whether by the devastation of weapons or as God has said tonight, or should I say this morning, today is September the 25th, 2023, that sulfur, will fall from the sky. The original sulfur from heaven, AKA brimstone and burn up America. That is what I saw. God has been saying this since September the 3rd, actually. It is scattered through, September the 3rd was a Sunday. I was at church and the Lord was just telling me that I will light their cities on fire. I will light the cities of the United States on fire. This is what he was saying. I will burn it all up. I will demolish it. I will burn it to the ground. This is a very, very, very different mindset, a very different type of iteration. Iteration means speech. Iteration means statements. If it's no one but a few asking themselves, why does God keep saying these things about a people who insist that God would never say these things about them? Why is there such a dichotomy between what the average American, whether they're saved or not, why is there such a huge, massive gap, an impassable chasm between what people believe God should or would say about them? and what God actually does say about them. What kind of deception has worked itself like so much leaven into the dough of the people of this country that when true prophetic words are coming, they are rebuffed, they are hated, they are sneered at, they are rejected, they are outright canceled and cast away and the vessel cast away with them. How can it be? that a people can be so deceived about the ending that is prophesied in the Bible for them. It is God's will that people remain deceived. It is hard for people to accept 
because people believe that God is such a loving person that God would not want anyone to perish. And indeed, these are God's own word, that God takes no desire in the death of the wicked. And yet, there are some wicked that God will literally set jinns for. Jinns are traps. There are some wicked who are so obstinate, they are so proud, they are so settled in their own righteousness that the Lord will set jinns for them the same way that he allowed the pride of Pharaoh to stumble him. Pharaoh's pride killed a lot of people. Pharaoh's pride was causing so much pain and suffering to his people and he refused to let up because he absolutely refused to let the so-called unknown God. Who is this God, Moses? I do not know him. He refused to let an unknown God rule over him. God has set jinns for America and America is already in the jinns. You can't imagine you cannot imagine that the prophetic timing is lost on Russia. You simply absolutely cannot see this self-satisfied smile on the face of Vladimir Putin, the pragmatic smile on the face of President Xi Jinping, and think that these men are smiling simply because they had good breakfasts. They're smiling because they can see which way the pendulum has swung emphatically in their favor, economically, Socially, politically, they have their populations to heal. They have their populations trained and they are watching the meltdown, the schizophrenia of this nation, the males with breasts and hormones and the masses of men on the street watching everything in the middle of the day. And they know that it is simply a matter of time before one of the prophecies that I brought here, the hammer of the whole earth is going to have her hand cut off at an unexplained date. And that bloody hand that has smashed so many nations to powder will fall to the earth. And without that hammer, America herself will also suffer the fate of those that she has smashed. Write with an iron pen and seal it with a diamond tip so that it cannot be changed. As the law of the Medes and the Persians could not be changed, but froze forever what the king of the day had commanded, so shall it be. Thus saith the Lord, the beast system will change the times and the laws, making evil decrees. No man shall worship any God except the God of the beast in its image. This is the law for this time. Amen. And so this was the message that the Lord gave me. And what happened was I had been writing a lot of prophecy that day. I had much more time in 2019 and 2020. And so I sometimes used to write 10 prophecies a day on the blog. That's because I was taking them from my archives. But this prophecy was posted on May the 24th because I received it that day. I had been writing another post and strangely enough, even though I'm not one to nap in the middle of the day, when I wrote that prophecy, I was so tired that I simply had to sleep. I couldn't fight off this sleep. And when I fell asleep, I had a dream. And when I woke up from the dream, this is the message that God said, write with an iron pen and then seal it with a diamond tip so that it can never be changed. The law of the Medes and the Persians could not be changed, but it was frozen forever. 
whatever the king of the day commanded. So it was, thus says the Lord, this beast system is going to be the same. The beast system will change the times and the laws and make very evil decrees. A decree is an absolute type of statement. It is something that doesn't have caveats. It's something that doesn't have a way out. A decree, an example of a decree would be when I think it was King Nebuchadnezzar had his dream interpreted by, by Daniel. And then he said, well, make me a statue of this thing. Make me a great statue. And the statue of various metals were made, the head of gold and the shoulders of silver and all that. And so that statue was made and the decree followed it and said, when you hear the musical instruments playing, the sound of the harp and the lute and the psaltery, and you hear the flutes, when you hear all the music go into high gear, then everyone is to bow down and worship this statue. And only later it came out that there was, there was a penalty on not bowing down to worship. It's that you would be thrown out into the furnace. And the three Hebrew boys, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego said that they would not bow they said that they would not worship any God except the one true living God. And when the king was furious, they said, King, we don't need to answer you in this matter. They basically were telling him, well, you have your decree, but we have a decree that is higher than yours, that is written upon our hearts. And it's that no man is to bow down to idols. Our God hates competition. He said to have no other God beside him. And that decree is upon our hearts. And so we're not going to debate this matter with you. We will not bow. And our God is able to save us from your furnace. But even if he does not, O king, we will not bow to that image. The decree stated, do this or die. But the internal decree of the young men stated, you are already dead if you do it. They held God's word as higher than the word of the king. And by it, God proved himself before a man who was quite godless until the day that God humbled him permanently. And so God is saying that this beast system will be a system of very harsh laws. And these laws are not going to be able to be changed. They should let us know, for instance, that the mandates that we passed through in 2020 were just the first testing squeezes of the beast system to see if the world's mango is ripe enough to crush. Those mandates had caveats. You could get exceptions. You could get written notes. You could get doctor's exemptions. The ones that are coming, I already spoke about them. You can go to Rumble, Bitshoot, and Brighton and look at those two messages, remote delivery, and the other one is called Forced V and the Coming of the Beast, where I'm now talking about the fact that when the further waves come, they're not going to be even called mandates anymore. They're going to be laws, laws that have no caveats, laws that have no exemptions. And the Lord is telling us that we will reach a time where nobody will be allowed to worship any other God except the God that the beast system brings up and the image of the beast that you can find spoken about in Revelation 13. And he said that will be the law for the time. And so the dream I had when I fell asleep that afternoon, when I simply had to take that rest. I saw a strange dream and I saw that the time had come for my prophecies to happen. I saw them taking place in the earth. And what I saw was little screens, little screens. And 
it was like little projector screens. Some of them were taking place in the heaven and some of them were taking place on the earth. And the sky was very heavy and pregnant. It was that navy blue, dark gray, black sky that I'm always speaking about. I just call it the end time sky, thick with clouds. Like the sky was extremely enraged at the time period that was happening. And I saw the little projector movies playing out on the sky, but then some of them were taking place on earth. And what I saw was I saw war. I have spoken about war. I think the prophecy is called war is coming where I said that I see the red horse riding across the earth. I see the horse dressed like guerrilla fighters, the way they looked, I think in the Cuban revolution, the days of Che Guevara, tying the freedom bandana and things like that, wearing the bullets on the body, that kind of thing. But I also saw the red horse, the horse that represents war in Revelation 6. I also saw it dressed in military uniform, proper military war uniform. I was seeing um, images of war. I was seeing images of tanks. I was seeing bombs, a lot of screaming and human panic. People running for their lives and the earth was being violated with the outcome of the weight of prophecy. And all I could do was look. I was looking as everything revealed by God during this time where we are only seeing tiny tendrils, little threads unfolding. I was watching it all come to pass now for real, one after another. But the fact is that those prophecies gained momentum until they all started happening almost simultaneously. And it happened that they were taking place at the same time until chaos began to reign both on earth and in the heavens. And while this stuff was going on, so while the prophecies started to happen and happen and happen until they began to roll momentum and roll into one another, I saw this line appear between heaven and earth. So, Please try to imagine this. I will do my best to explain it. Try to imagine that you're standing here on the right side and you are staring out into the distance and there is the horizon point. So sky is meeting earth at the horizon point. Right at the horizon point, I saw a thin line appear and the line appeared to be made of some very shiny metal. I, I would go with platinum. It appeared to be maybe a silver or a platinum line in between heaven and earth. It was about the thickness of a credit card and very bright. And so I saw a thin dark gray metal pen come down from the heavens and it came down to the line. So the pen was made of metal and the line was made of metal and the pen began to write. And as it was writing on this platinum line, I realized that sparks were flying, rosy red sparks of fire were flying because a metal pen was chiseling words upon this iron parchment that was laying across the earth. And this is what it was writing. These are the words that were put into my spirit as I was sleeping and watching this. Make the decree, make the decree with an iron pen, it shall not be changed. And as I was watching that pen, I realized that everything that I saw happening on the earth was being sealed as permanent, that the things that had caused the events to happen, basically prophecies that you are listening to now before they happen, they will happen 
and they will stay exactly as they have been written until the end of all times. And then I woke up and I was saying here that we must have an understanding of the times. If you do not have an understanding of the times that you are living in, you are doomed to error and you are doomed to mistakes. Wise people who may not have a grasp of the times that they're living in will look to the past for understanding. What in this prophecy has God given us for us to look to the past and understand? Well, it is that the Medes and the Persians were that kingdom that actually conquered the mighty dynasty of the Babylonians. The Babylonians were a well-known, very well-organized and military people. But the Medes and the Persians were a little bit more cultured and just as strong militarily. And they captured that kingdom in one night and took it from Nebuchadnezzar's wastrel son. They were powerful fighters and they expanded the empire that King Nebuchadnezzar had made. And it was quite a vast empire that Nebuchadnezzar and those before him had built. And one thing that they retained from the kingdom that they conquered was this habit of freezing the king's decrees. Once something was decreed by a king, it became a new rule. It was a fixed law and it was lasting for all time. Now this in itself is a form of arrogance for human beings that only live for a certain period to say, this law shall last forever and ever. It's a very God-like approach. Only God can say something that lasts forever and ever. But that was the way these people made laws. They came from the mouth of the king and they could not be changed. The only way that you could change the law of the Medes and the Persians was by another king making another law that would cancel out the first law or by the same king making a law that was the exact opposite of the thing that he had said so that it would have the effect of canceling out the previous decree and making it to null effect. And you might remember, for instance, in the days of King Ahasuerus, who married, who was the husband of Queen Vashti and who later married Queen Esther, when his wife was insolent, because he was drunk and angry and received bad advice from his counselors, he banned her from ever entering into, her, into his presence. The next morning when the wine had worn off, he was missing his wife and he called for her and he asked for her. And of course he was told that by your own mouth, O king, you legislated your wife out of the palace and it could not be changed. So this kind of law that you can't change, this kind of law that you can't fix is known as an iron decree. And I have been sharing here that when the beast system comes, the beast system is going to legislate slowly and then at an extremely accelerated pace, all the existing laws that we have here in the United States now. And one of them that the Lord spoke about a few months ago, I think this might be August, the prophecy is called the Patriot Act. The Patriot, the Patriot Act, and I think a longer prophecy earlier in the year, maybe May or June, it is called War, Civil War, and Russia, something like that. And God was saying that the only reason that people give up their rights is because they are made afraid. When people are made afraid, then the, he said that they are very much willing to abandon the status quo and move to a new status quo, which they are told will be better for them and safer for them. And this is what people did. After 9-11, God said, they were very, very, very willing to give up basic rights in exchange for protection. And even though it was supposed to be permanent, I mean, temporary, you can see that it was not temporary. The Patriot Act has been in place all this time. And now the Lord says 
that something worse than the Patriot Act will come. And when that thing comes, it will make it seem like the old Patriot Act has been repealed, but actually it will simply be expanded until the new one looks nothing like the old one. And so the Iron Decree, another example of an Iron Decree is Prophet Daniel in the, in the palace of King Nebuchadnezzar, highly favored by the king, but hated by his enemies. And they connived and they worked to cause the king to put in place a law that outlawed prayer. And Daniel, knowing that this law would cost him, did not go into hiding, but continued to make prayer from his balcony or his bedroom where he could be seen still petitioning, worshiping, exalting, and loving on his God. Daniel was put into the lion's den because he defied the decree, but God was faithful to him. And God did not allow Daniel to lose his life because of it. The law of the Medes and the Persians were impenetrable laws. You can't shift it and you can't change it. And so as the beast system rises, it is going to completely change the landscape of the countries where the new laws will be coming into effect. These will be global laws, no matter how they are promulgated, no matter how they are presented to the people, no matter what people are ultimately told at the end, the agenda is simple. Your country is going to look nothing like it looks now. The things that are familiar to you are going to be removed. The entire nation, according to budgetary constraints, how much money your country has. And if you live in a country that doesn't have much money, don't worry. The oligarchs of this nation, the ones who print money and then spend it are going to make massive loans to your nation because they see these changes as investments. When people are publishing books that have titles like you will have nothing and be happy, understand that they're not doing it because they don't have anything to do. They are publishing a playbook so that no one will be able to say that they don't understand why there is a whole push to be green and a whole push against carbon emissions and carbon reduction and population control. No one will be able to say that they do not understand the ultimate foundation of the new laws. The ultimate foundation of the new laws will be to do away with a world that has any reliance on human autonomy, do away with a world that has any reliance on freedom of expression, freedom of thought, freedom of religion, freedom of anything. The word freedom itself is going to become anathema. They're going to get rid of it and replace it with compliance, replace it with catchphrases like the greater good. They're going to, re to replace it with everything that you can find in the book 1984, if you've never read it. It might be worth it to get some cliff notes and see whatever it is that you don't know. And you can just get the spiritual version here. Every type of freedom, religion, religion included, is going to be trampled on and freedoms in general will be taken away. Lives also will be taken away. Please understand it. The master's voice contains prophecies of martyrdom. The ma master's voice contains prophecy of great loss of life. As we read the Bible soberly, we really should begin to ask God to prepare us so that if that lot happens to fall on us, we will not crack or deny the Lord Jesus Christ and ultimately take the beast's mark. All the posts 
of the master's voice. Every prophetic word that he has given has a pattern and a warning. What is the pattern? What is the warning? God is speaking to us and he wants his people to be ready for the times that are coming. He wants his people to be strengthened and he wants his people to be able to walk by faith in him no matter what. And so this is the word. May 24th, 2020, the Iron Decree, simply talking about a time when the Lord's prophetic words that have already been written with a pen of iron such prophecies, for instance, against abortion. God says that no matter what America does, this means no matter the weight of prayer, God says that America will never discharge her guilt for the 60 million or so babies that were put to death in the womb that were removed through pills that were removed by forceps that were torn to pieces, that their little parts were used for many things, including food. I have already covered that in the prophecy, Blood to Drink. If you have not heard that prophecy from 2020, you really need to hear what God says happens to these babies, that they are eaten. They are the food of people. People consume them as part of rituals and also consume them just as a delicacy. I hope that you are hearing the actual words that I'm speaking that the same people who are riding around in prams, they're riding around in these little pushy things. They're the same people that are also ending up in pots and ending up on plates and are being consumed by mouth by other human beings. I'm not speaking of the creatures now. I'm speaking of people. This takes place in America and God says that there's simply no room to atone for that. America will never be able to wash that blood off her hands. She will always be the nation of bloody skirts, the nation that has taken abortion to the four corners. And it's that kind of prophecy that is called iron decree. You can pray for personal absolution, personal forgiveness. If you are guilty of any of the types of sins that you will find in the sin series and things like that, personal forgiveness, personal restoration and making it right with God is different. The kind of national repentance that is required, America is not interested in. The people aren't even listening. They kick away the plates of the prophetic words and say, well, who told you this? Liar and all the other things. And so be it. The word of a man's mouth can never discharge these things that have been written with a diamond tip on an iron parchment by an iron pen. This is the word of the Lord. I'm Celestial and this is the Master's Voice Prophecy Blog. You will always find the truth of the word here, carefully presented for your understanding and for the Lord's ultimate glory. God will be glorified when his words are fulfilled. It doesn't matter how many people remain crying at the end of it, or whether a tiny remnant remains rejoicing at the end of it. The point of it is that God be glorified, meaning that eventually every tongue will stop speaking and every tongue will begin to do obeisance, worship to God, to call upon his name, to repent of sin, to recant of the proud words that many people have spoken. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and he will be glorified in the end who likes it or not. So until that time, I will continue with the words of the Lord in Jesus name.
Amen. Thank you for being with me. And until I see you again, goodbye.